I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. You can also access that through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Well, the Dallas Cowboys hour coming up at 6, followed by Monday Night Football, Jets and the Chargers. Gus, how you going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good uh, Good weekend of sports and uh, TV and all the things. Clint, how are you doing? I am great. Really great. Yeah. Why great? You, uh, it was just a good, a good sports weekend. It was did, a really good sports. Did you rage this weekend? No, mm. um, right. no, I wouldn't say raged. Went to the symphony. Stop it. The what? A little date. The Olympic symphony. A little date night. Yeah, yeah. My wife's birthday was this weekend. Right, so. I know. Yeah. Look yeah. at you. Is she that? What's artsy? your favorite instrument? Well, I played the timpani. In high school. That's not a real instrument. So, He's like making up instruments over here. The electric timpani, actually. <laughs> Stop. No, I, I, uh, I, we sat, the side that we were at was closest to like the cello section. Oh, so you got splashed on. So we got like the deep part of it, you know, like the deep notes. I may or may not have streamed a football game. You know, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to go to the Gershwin thing. About a month ago, six weeks ago, and didn't, and and I didn't prioritize it enough. Clearly, but um, it's good. Yeah, is she is your wife Archie like that? Does she roll like symphony kind of speak to her? Or were you just trying to impress her? She, I don't think she could like rattle off a bunch of composers and like, oh yes, this is Beethoven's fifth, you know, sure. like something yeah. like that. But she is an appreciator of the arts, okay. certainly. Yeah, cool. She's more well-rounded than you are. Oh, I mean, Clint's pretty round. I was going to say, it depends on the uh, culture side or the form side. Well, he ate a sack and a half of jerky today, apparently. I know, yeah. Hey, no, 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 Shout no. out to Bullfighter for bringing every host on the station a bag of beef jerky, like custom beef jerky. Um, and then we get here, the last two arrive, and our bags, oh, by the way, have already been opened. Sampled. And uh, sampled by, I mean, no, just I, ru- running a train on our beef jerky. I, sam- <laughs> <laughs> I sample. I did sample your uh, mango jalapeno one. What is yours? I was not the one who opened the Cajun one. Mine's jalapeno mango. This yep. is good. Yep. Mine. I've tried a piece of the beef jerky, and it is a delight. Nice. We get this in the H Flooring Center chat line. French horn. Somebody says is their favorite uh, symphony instrument. You're a Houston Texans. They were kind of the talk of the town. They had a bad beat going yesterday. <laughs> Went in that game by two, and they took a knee on the extra point. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, saw the saw the bad beat on that one, so I normally don't pay was, much attention to it. I was but. not focused on the gambling aspect of that. But I wasn't either. Yeah, that's funny. I wasn't either, but I saw it later, and the, the cool thing was number 33, the DB running, running back, back that yeah. kicked a 30-yard field goal. And, uh, you know, it reminded me of Welker here. You know, and, like, because I guess kicker was hurt. Or injured early in the game. I don't yeah, know. Quad but, injury. Yeah, and they they did they uh they they went for two after one of the touchdowns. I'm like, what are they doing? I was like, well, maybe the and I was kind of in and out on that game. I was like, maybe they got a kicker injury or something. Sure enough, later on, I see number thirty three lined up. He kicks it, and it was like a lot of celebrating for a thirty yard field he was goal. The I think I saw this. He's the first non kicker to make a field goal in an NFL game since two thousand four. Mm, that's good. I remember that's Welker kicking an extra point. I think. I think he did that here and in New England. I say Justin Reed kicked an extra point for the Chiefs last year, but yeah. it wasn't a field goal. So yeah, that was, and it was like a, it wasn't just a forty-five to ten game. Like, hey, let's go jack around and see who can kick a field goal. Like this was in a two-point game, and uh, uh, your boy Stroud, he's yeah, a player, man. He's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Robert says his favorite uh, symphony instrument is a trumpet. They have trumpets and symphonies. Yeah, there's a brass section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, a lot of football on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was able to watch. It was a good time for the most part. Uh, would have been a bit better if Kansas State wouldn't have just totally choked. And uh, although, as much as I was rooting for Kansas State in that game, I, I did find it on some level um, especially delicious that Clint's just in there, like just twirling his nipples. He's just enjoying <laughs> getting, you know this Kansas State <laughs> losing talk. Um, I I did find mm. it especially delicious the way that they lost, right? Because for as much as we put K State up on a pedestal for hey not beating yourself, right? Being super disciplined, playing smart, right? Out, outperforming your talent level, all that stuff. Some some of that stuff, like the missed PAT, the the or or the the crappy snap or whatever it was, and then the the fourth down call from. Chris Kleiman, like, what are you doing, man? Like, what what are you? You are an absolute moron. You just gave that game away. I will confess that I had uh, tuned out of that game and saw the yeah. score, saw the score later and went, wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> Overtime? What? Um Yeah, I mean that that was just like Bizarre, kind of a silver lining to that dark cloud was mm-hmm. that finally K State kind of knows how it feels to just totally spit the bit. And it's funny on like the bot snap for the PAT that would have given them a one point lead. Uh, the, the whole end of the game would have been handled completely differently if that, they would have just snapped the ball when they were supposed to. And I'm not saying they should have, but it just felt like it was not pointed at all that that one point now being a tied game instead of a lead could make the like a world of difference yeah. and it ended up ended up doing that so good job kansas state way to go uh sam has this who did we play november 6th 2010 i just saw my facebook memories that i posted about tech finally getting a quality win side note does anyone else's hand does anyone else shake their hands reading their old facebook posts uh <laughs> my guess is context clues missouri because they were ranked at the time yeah. i think that was a colder game november sounds about right um so yeah, that was a Stephen Sheffield start, and, and they scored like two quick touchdowns. Boom, boom! One of them was a home run ball, long run, eighty yard run, something like that. And it was a it was a groan through the crowd, and then just commenced to kick their butt the rest of the day. But that was a uh, mm. was that Gabbard? 
Was that a Gabbard area? I think that was James Franklin. Oh, I think that was James Franklin. Okay. Can I look it up? Sure. In time before the break. And bash. No, it was Blaine Gabbard. I'm sorry. Okay, that's all right. My my mistake. 95 yards passing by Gabbard. 188 by Taylor Potts. Fireworks. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. We are awaiting word on Texas Tech uh, Soccer's Texas Tech soccer's uh, postseason fate. Um, the NCAA selection show is uh, going on right now. Uh, we get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, from our friend Bullfighter. Uh, sorry, fellers. I thought I brought enough for everyone. I think you did. I think did. Uh, there were just some overzealous previous hosts. Right. So I'm not going to name any names, um, but their names <laughs> rhyme with Blint <laughs> Trot. Excuse me, I, and I held on and fought for the bags. I'm just kidding. They give us some names. names. I, I and I think I've had that before. Uh, Outstanding, but uh, it was so good today that I went out and ordered three bags in the break. Give us some names, Clint. So, and I will not. Wasn't you? I will not be sharing with Clint. If it wasn't you, then start talking, dude. Let's go. Yeah, well, name some names. Who all's in front of us? Uh, Bullfighter asks. Oh, okay, what are the favorites? Uh, I've only had so far the Cajun, right? And then, well, you had, didn't you try? I haven't tried the jalapeno uh, mango yet. Uh, I'm sure it's good. I ordered um, peppered and dill pickle just now. I know that the Cajun has been a host favorite. Mm -hmm. Peppered was gone before I even got here, so I'm assuming, which that's hard. If, 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 like, the base jerky is good... Typically, that's going to be an incredible flavor. So I would yep. say Cajun and peppered so far. Although I liked, I liked the the mango jalapeno one too. So uh, I think it just started the bracket reveal. Yep. Texas is a five seed in this, hmm. and I don't. And think I think that their RPI was super great. Yeah, that's interesting. So I, that might I, be a good sign. And I think this is. I think they do the four sixteens as basketball would do. As opposed to like the baseball where you've got 16, one through four seeds. Oh, yeah. I think this is like a basketball Yeah, seeding. Florida State is a one seed. Um, A&M is an eight seed in that same bracket. So potentially um, A&M and Texas could meet down the line. But I think Texas being a five seed is probably a good sign for the Big 12. Yeah, I think so. Therefore, a good sign for the Red Raiders. Uh, how, about, uh, how about that? Bedlam matchup. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, they were uh, getting after it. It was good. You about OU's last time through the conference. They've gone on the road and lost to some places. Lost in Lubbock, lost to Stillwater. I assume they'll play in Stillwater again someday. But, uh, yeah. I mean, suddenly, you, I mean, we talk about that that bye week sometimes. Like, hey, 
is it coming at a good time or, or a bad time? And I think the tech bye week came at a good time, right? You needed to get healthy. You need Baron Morton to get healthy. But I feel like if uh, if they had a chance, and maybe our friend Sooner and Lovett could weigh in here. Uh, breaking news, please. Texas Tech, a two seed. Hosting Florida Gulf Coast. Friday, November 10th, 6 p.m. That's this coming Friday. Tech just tweeted that, so they must be ahead of the TV show. Either that, or we're getting a little, we yeah, got a little we could, delay or something. Would be the first time that we're slow. If if they are in this bracket, that's very interesting because that means that you're in the same, the same part of the bracket as uh, Texas and Texas A and M. Yep, and you're exactly right. The A and M Texas thing, they could absolutely meet what in the third round. That would be fun to watch. Let them bludgeon each other. Oh. Yeah, we're just waiting for the. No, you're not in the same. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be busy on that on this Friday. I will be scurrying from. Uh, I will be scurrying to the uh, John Walker Complex after our show, Dickens. That's fine. Uh, yeah. You're not in that part, so we must be way way short or must have missed something. But either way, uh, Texas two seed. That's great. They're going to be hosting. That's great. Um, I don't know a, a lot about Florida Gulf Coast. Um, you know, I'm guessing that the, what it, what was it? Dunk, uh, yeah, the basketball dunk city. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing dunk city doesn't really apply to (laughs) soccer. Uh, but the, uh, the Eagles, I don't think they had just some, yeah, they were 12, four and five, uh, seven, one and three in conference play. Um, I think they needed a kind of miraculous sequence of events in their conference tournament to secure the automatic qualifier. Um, Lost to Iowa 1-0. I think that's really the only power conference team that they played. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, This in the chat line from T-Money... 806, Jalapeno, really LOL. Who said that? I don't know. I don't think it was me. I, Maybe I, it was me. You know, when I harvested, I harvested mine last Sunday and uh, looked up how to, like, freeze them, so chop them up and freeze them and try to get the moisture out so they don't just freeze in a big block. And I did that with some a bunch of bananas and a bunch of jalapeno jalapenos or however that was just pronounced there and uh and uh ate ate some of the bananas today like the frozen bananas in in a salad and they were uh they were good they were still had their yeah. flavor because I, I didn't know what i was going to get if this is going to be a soggy mush or something so yeah it worked worked out well so that was good good uh, uh online uh farming advice <laughs> this and the eight flooring center challenge do y'all think that alex grinch finds another power five job Oh, I would imagine he does, but it may be a position coach or something. I don't know. See, because that's just, that's the thing, man. Like, he was really, really good at Wazoo, mm-hmm. right? He was he was really, really good at Ohio State. Do we think, and, and then suddenly he got really bad when he started coaching alongside Lincoln Riley. 
do, do we has he sucked all along <laughs> right and just kind of lucked into you know several promotions and bigger jobs and bigger paydays or is this just a pairing that does not work for some reason is he um you know d- does Lincoln Riley not emphasize defense enough in practice or in recruiting like is there something involved in that dynamic that has caused this more than just Alex Grinch being a dummy right you know yeah oh yeah because it, th- that's one thing I think that appealed to him is that he or, or that was some of the appeal surrounding him was that he had been good with leach you know in an in an offense that can that that won't necessarily complement the defense in terms of you know what they're going to have some 40 second possessions some three and outs you know, stuff and complete and complete, and uh, your def- defense is back on the field. So it, it, it's always going to be difficult statistically with an air raid type team. And uh, he, he he was good at he was good under Leach at Wazoo, and then and then at uh, you know his his defenses have struggled elsewhere. I wonder if it's not as much even about scheme as much as as it is about like maybe temperament, because Mike Leach would not coddle any player. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. he he was brutal. He was hard nosed, mm-hmm. you know, hold you accountable, you know, g- give you a a dog cussing <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Lincoln Riley's not that guy. Good point. More tech talk next. Has he sucked all along? <laughs> podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until six. We'll have the Dallas Cowboys hour on at that time. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3. Com. Uh, so Texas Tech Soccer just learned within the last several minutes um, it's uh, postseason information. Red Raiders are a two seed. They will host um, Florida Gulf Coast. And then you may be the first my phone round down. On Friday, if Tech is, wins, right, if they beat Florida Gulf Coast, they would then play the winner of Michigan and the higher seeded. Princeton. Ooh, Aaron Dickens. All this Ivy League smack that I've been talking. Aaron All Dickens. year. They have. Yeah, that, that bracket, that they, like, I, granted, I am not some kind of, like, super plugged in college oh, sure soccer. But, on. like, BYU's the one seed there. North Carolina's the three. North Carolina, last we looked, had, like, a top five RPI. That's ridiculous. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Sooner and Lubbock. Uh, Alex Grinch had some pretty bad defenses at Oklahoma. He did. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember it being kind of this open-ended question when Lincoln kind of left uh, Norman. Is he is he really going to take Alex Grinch right. with him? Because it kind of seemed at the time like a perfect opportunity to, to split and kind of go in a different direction. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not... I don't think that he just suddenly forgot how to coach. 
I'm not saying that he's been perfect. Like he's handled his own personal business or kind of responsibilities perfectly. I, I have no idea clearly, but just, I, I think there's something there um, w- with Lincoln too. Not, not that it, you know, Lincoln's like overruling him and saying, no, all right. out blitz all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. But like is, is what's the culture of accountability within that program right from the top down? Kind of have a feeling on what it was under Mike Leach at Wazoo. You know, and probably at Ohio State when he was there as well. Yeah, like maybe the yeah, that that maybe his vibe is is syncs up a little differently better with a different style. Yeah. Is the, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I agree as if I I know that. You're just offering it up as a maybe, and it, it makes sense that that may be the, uh, the solution there. So now as we sit here with uh, every Big 12 team having played six conference games, Texas and Oklahoma are atop the league 5-1 and one in conference play, and Oklahoma State – and Texas should both be favored the rest of the way out. Oklahoma State's a slight favorite over UCF in Orlando um, this weekend. That's a little bit of a yeah, that's interesting. Interesting that? point spread. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that it would I don't... be very Big Twelve for UCF to struggle all year to get a win. Finally, get a Big Twelve win, barely over Cincinnati, and then dash Oklahoma State's. Yes, yeah, would. Hopes. And then I, that would, I agree. And then that would have uh, our full attention at that point. Imagine they're, they're the chaos. In Twelve days. Imagine the chaos that that would cause, right? Assuming that you know Iowa State, West Virginia, K State, Oklahoma, and Kansas don't all just go in the tank. That there would be some kind of multi-team tie for second place, unless Texas trips up. Right? That would be. Uh, whew. That would be interesting. And man, if the computer spat out Oklahoma as the winner of that tie, I think I don't know that UCF would get very many Christmas cards. Uh, Texas plays at TCU this weekend. That's a six thirty kick. I don't. I mean, I don't think TCU's got a shot here. I w- I, yeah, I would have a hard time because I assume they'd still be playing the backup QB and. Well, currently Ewers has been throwing. I think that there's some well, thought. I'm going with TCU's oh, backup. They yeah, seem to be yeah, a little yeah. more affected than uh, the than Texas is, and I would attribute that to being a little more talented. I'm sure it'll be a charged up environment there. That's the night game. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the Tech game announced for 11 a.m. on FS1. That was a six day hold, and I'm not telling you anything. Which if our listeners didn't catch that, that was announced yesterday and the UCF game which would be on the normal 12 day notice also on a 6 day hold so we don't know the game time for the UCF game on the 18th yeah we will find that out this, this weekend yeah. yeah this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line the similarities between Riley and Caleb Williams and Cliff and Mahomes is crazy good offenses but historically bad defenses Caleb uh, has to win it by himself just like Mahomes did here just an opinion well, old Caleb's telling people who to, who should can draft him and who can't and all that. So you know what? I would think Caleb Williams. Uh, you, you, hey, bro, deliver, man! Come on. 
You've won a Heisman. Th- Deliver W's. Come on. This is uh, you're at USC. That's me rolling my eyes. This is kind of one of those things where I know intellectually um, that I probably shouldn't. Like, this is probably a, a weird or bad opinion, but I also just can't help having it, if that makes sense. How do we feel about him crying like that in the stands after the game? I didn't see it, but... he I, I, I don't know. How, I assume he just kind of jogged up, ran up, walked up to where his parents were and kind of, like, jumped up on the wall and was, like, crying to, I guess, his mother's arms with somebody having a towel over his head so that no one could see, but he, you could still see him, like, heaving. Like oh, I thought sobbing. it was like not that it makes it better or worse. I thought it was a mom that had a sign and just happened to be holding the sign still. Oh, I thought either way, yeah, either way, they were clearly covering his head. Yeah. Um, the fact that this is their third loss and it's a regular season, it's one thing to be like, oh, we were in the championship game and we're breaking. Dude, you're in the regular season. Like, <laughs> and this is why you don't come out after game five and say all that was said. Now, Dad said it on his behalf. But uh, remember, this is uh, uh, he can make more in college than he can in pro, and he's only going to teams A, B, C, and D, and all that crap. Like dad started writing some checks. Junior can't cash them. That's why he's crying on mama's shoulder. But that's it. Like because the world has been pie. I mean, he's a defending Heisman winner and all that. But the world was the way the world was dumped on him, even more so than it is. So now what? Are you coming back? You're sitting here crying in the stands. Are you coming back for another year of this? Or are you going to go be playing for the, you know, the Minnesota Vikings or somebody that wasn't on your list? What's it going to be? Yeah, I dare you to go back to college. Sure. Gotcha. Good good player. I think like yeah, with a lot yeah. of Absolutely. good players and and heck even some players that are pretty average, but um I think he's got a parent problem. Right. You know, it's like if, if I'm if I'm an NFL franchise that's looking to draft him in right. the first round, I want to make sure that's nipped in the bud. Yeah, like that's one of my questions in the combine room when it's just when hey, come on in for the interviews, Dad. Out, out, out. Yeah, in fact, just go go back home wherever that is. Yeah, Dad, you're not invited. You can sit up in the stands and go work the work the work the crowd. But yeah, we're 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 interviewing the kids here, and uh, we want to we want to we'd like to have a word. Somebody says he was crying like a kid that just watched his dog get hit by a car. Ooh, wow, that does that's, I did that when I was a tw- 11 or 12. You I, hit a dog with a car? No. Had mine, found mine in the road. More tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 by the Dallas Cowboys hour for you at that time, followed at 7 by Monday Night Football Jets versus the Chargers. Um, The NCAA, this news breaking in the last little bit, the NCAA has revealed its findings in the Michigan sign-stealing investigation to the Big Ten. And the conference is continuing um, to consider a multi-game suspension of Jim Harbaugh. Now, the NCAA's findings, apparently, 
according to Yahoo Sports, do not connect the in-person scouting and recording of opponent sidelines to Harbaugh directly. And so the thought is that if, if the Big Ten does issue some kind of suspension for Jim Harbaugh, Michigan will sue the Big Ten. Wow. In order to, at the very least... Get some injunctive Delay yeah. the suspension until maybe next year. I mean, think about it, guys. Like, where was he for the first four games? Suspended. <laughs> oh. Like, he was, he was suspended for the first four games, and now the Big Ten, more than likely, based on how things are kind of trending right now, will want to suspend him for two, three, four more games? And that first four games had nothing to do with this particular. No, completely separate. Different offense. Yeah. They're not just retrying the same offense. I mean, of all the, the dirty coaches or, you know, presumed dirty coaches in college sports, basically beginning and ending your regular season on the sideline, <laughs> well, not even on the sideline, you know, in your office somewhere because of separate suspensions, that's an all-timer. Yeah, and a lot of folks think he's this would this would be the the perfect off-season for him to jump to the NFL and so for Michigan to get some sort of am I saying that right? Injunctive I think so, yeah. that right? Yeah. Some some relief in that professional astronomist <laughs> Mulaner Mulnodger the Mulhodger the yeah. Mulnir Mulnir the uh, yeah but you know the so so in other words and and so maybe maybe he would have some sort of a suspension with call like if anybody else ever wanted to hire him ten years from now he's got a three game suspension hanging over him but if it's coming from the Big Ten. What if he goes back to Stanford in ten years? You know, doesn't. So I, yeah, that that. Uh, I mean, like if I'm Michigan, and you don't have the goods that connects Connor Stallion to Jim Harbaugh, or maybe even any other kind of high-ranking coach, right? I'm I'm throwing up double rods. Like, come get me, right? You know, bleepers. Like, let's let's see how because. I'm not defending what Stallions did, right? And I think that Harbaugh, as the head coach, is ultimately responsible. Sure. And whether he knew or did not know, it doesn't matter. Uh, he clearly fostered a culture within the program to where Connor Stallions thought, oh, this is going to be okay. Um, but if I'm Michigan, yeah, like come get me, right? Prove prove that you have the, the cojones to actually you know, put yeah. some teeth to this. Because I mean, North Carolina did a whole bunch of stuff, and they got they got off scot free. Never touched Miami, right? Kansas, nothing happened to them. Mm-hmm. You know, hammered Oklahoma State. Okay, yeah, but you're not going to touch Michigan. Good point. I mean, it, it really is, and that's that's part of the just difficulty these days, as litigious as this stuff can be. That it's hard to inflict penalties uh one thing they've tried not to do is affect kids five years from now you know with with some of these things that in the past have been so unfair 
you know, at, at Texas Tech, we had a 2002 baseball team paying for something that conceivably the 1996 or 97 team, you know, like, and so it's just hard to, it's, it's hard, it's a hard thing to, to deal with. I mean, it's just a hard thing to legislate and the stakes are so high that, you know, teams aren't just going, eh, okay, we'll sit out of a bowl, especially not when you're talking about the level at which Michigan's rolling. You know, in the past, this might be a year of investigation and this penalty would get announced next fall and be inflicted in, or be be assessed or whatever. In 2025, you can't play in a bowl. By then, coach is gone, players are gone, whatever. The I mean, only, it's just so hard to deal with. The only way to make this stick and to make this sting to where the, the, the punishment fits the, the crime, so to speak, is to prohibit them from playing in the Big Ten Championship game. Right? And then... And then Basically, punt to the college football playoffs. And say, hey, yeah. do, do you have the stones to do this? That's a great because because that's the one thing that they they can adjudicate. That I mean, they can they can control the Big Ten title right. game. That's that's all the Big Ten can control. And then you you put it on the the playoff committee and go, okay, are you really going to put this this? Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty clearly tainted, uh, you know, resume above someone else. It's 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 really really compelling. Yeah, it is. I think that if you if there aren't if there isn't teeth to the punishment, and I don't and I I don't think that three game suspension is qualifies. By the way, if you don't have teeth to this, you're, you're going to have. I mean, at least um, what thirteen other supremely pissed off. Coaches sure. and ads in the Big Ten. I was trying to figure out how many programs they had right now. <laughs> yeah. um, Oregon and Washington, they're watching. Yeah, I mean, like, think about, like, think. What if it came out? Because because Michigan is is easily either the Texas or the Oklahoma. Oh, sure. Of the, of the Big Ten, Absolutely. right? At least as it sits right now. Yep. Imagine it comes out that that Texas um, had been running the same kind of sign stealing operation. Right or, or one of its rogue staffers, air quotes. People would be out for blood. Oh yeah, and that that one would be complicated even more by the fact that they're about to leave this conference and move to the next one. Yeah, at least, I mean, but like, at least Michigan isn't doing can that. You, but, can you imagine? Ooh. I mean, Kirby Hoka would be his face would be <laughs> incandescent with rage uh, on the phone with Brett Yormark. Are you bleeping kidding me? You're just going to suspend him for two games? Like, that's it? That's all you got? And, it, you know, it, it does feel like the only way you're going to get them this year is to do a three games or to do the Big Ten Championship. Or this could be deferred a couple of years, and in 2025 you're not going to a bowl. You know, or or, or something mm. along those lines. Mm. Like, but So, that they, yeah, like the only way to get them now is to do three games now. Because Harbaugh could be gone. More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. And Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Double T ninety seven three dot com. Uh, how about uh, a little bit of uh, MLB managerial carousel intrigue today? 
Yeah, I saw that. How that, about that? That kind of came out of nowhere, right? It did. Yeah. I mean, you follow this a lot closer than I do, typically. Yeah. Well, um, but Craig Council going to staying in the division mm-hmm. and going from the Brewers to the Cubs. And oh, by the way, the Cubs until this morning had a manager. Right. That 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 was the that was the shocker in it for me because Council had been. Um, I mean, it had been reported that he had interviewed with the Mets, and there's some connections to. Um, mm, I'm going to get that name wrong. Stearns that had been involved with the um, Brewers front office that's now involved with the Mets front office. So like, okay, that's logical. And then uh, there was a rumor that I think he had interviewed for the Guardians, Cleveland. And then this one that you go, wait, wait, they didn't have any openings. Like, hey, Rossi, uh, (laughs) we're going to, we're firing you five minutes ago. Press conference at noon. And uh, although that's not, that's not true, they didn't, they haven't done a press conference on the council thing, but council also believed to be the uh, highest paid manager in all of baseball w- with the money that the Cubs are paying him. So he is uh, well regarded. That's for sure. David Ross in uh, three full seasons. Oh, I mean, COVID year. They went to the playoffs, yep. right? They lost in the uh, in the wild card round. Uh, then his first three full seasons, 71 and 91, 74 and 88. And this year they were 83 and 79. They yep. were above 500. Yeah, they made a push into the last week this year before fading right at the very end. They've got they've got a, uh, a, a younger roster um, with some good players. Their big challenge will be re-signing, uh, what's his name, at center field. Um Oh, the former Dodger. Going blank. Um, did listen to a podcast this weekend um, talking about the Rangers and just what's their offseason going to look like. And um, Garver is their only free agent of their position group. Mm-hmm. They've got LeClerc. I think it's a team option for $6 million. That's a no-brainer given what where he is sure. in the – where he is down the stretch. Now, back in July, you're going, oh, yeah, cut him loose. Hand him his, whatever, $500,000 check and send him out the door. But, you know, when especially when you look at him being a couple years removed from UCL replacement, Tommy John surgery, that, that one's a, uh, a no-brainer. But think about the rotation. Uh, you know, they're, they're not going to get DeGrom until late next year, you know, before he's really game ready to pitch, probably a August – Probably time frame definitely post All Star game. What what do you got in Scherzer, right? I mean, how 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 confident are you? And so you got Avaldi, and then uh, I think they re upped. I think they picked up the option on Haney over the weekend. So like their rotation is as up in the air as it gets. And Big Montgomery is a free agent, and all that good thing, all that good stuff he did for you, the Rangers. For for the Rangers, you know, is is suddenly being uh, that that became eye candy for <laughs> the Dodgers, the Red Sox. Everybody wants what Montgomery just gave the Rangers, and uh, so he's going to make an asinine amount of money, which the Rangers can pay, and that's that's fine. Uh, the other rumor that floated pretty heavily over the last twenty four hours, or seemed to just get get legs now that the parades are done and all that, it's that Otani supposedly has the Rangers on a short list. He would D, you know, he he wherever he goes, he'll just DH next year. 
and uh i i've not i have yet to see anything that talks about him throwing like in a way that um bryce harper played some first base and sort of backed off the i have yet to see that uh, but the the belief is that he'll just the H next year and then be available to pitch and he plans to be a two-way player again in 2025 how about that so, yeah <laughs> yeah he would look good in a rangers uniform look, garver he did really good things and he really did do good things down the stretch but you know, you're not Otani. no you're not and uh I mean, as as good as as good as Garver was, and he probably bought himself a few more years in the big leagues, and and uh, he may be able to convert himself from backup catcher to DH in a way that you know, because he had, he's got some juice and some thump. There's some more offense there than than you, you might have given him credit for, although he did hit 30 or 40 home runs two years ago. But no, the the ticket sales attached to the Garver name aren't quite what. Otani signed with the Rangers. Oh, well, how come all the tickets went up five bucks a seat? Well, see that guy out there, Otani. He's pretty good. Um, did you stay up and watch the Colorado game on Saturday? I did not. Huh? I I can't read lips there, Clint. Who did they play? Was what? He oh, said. they played at Oregon State, right? Okay, yeah, see, this was a conversation Gus, Jamie, and I had before we went on, and I was picturing that game as two Saturdays ago, but, it, okay, so it was the Oregon State game. Glad we had that cleared up. Thank you. Yeah, Good no, job. it was... Great program, fellas. Yeah, and so now uh, Colorado, four and five, their last three games, uh, Arizona at home. Arizona's six and three, pretty, pretty mm-hmm. scrappy team. Uh, they play at Wazoo, and... The Cougars started off four and zero. They've lost five straight. Ouch! Um, so that could that could be maybe a rebound opportunity uh, for Colorado, and then they close at Utah. So need to win uh, two more games to get to a bowl. You know, and suddenly, uh, I mean, suddenly Colorado and Tech have the same record, right? That's isn't that correct? It's amazing. That's it's it's stunning. If if we had had this conversation, I know we did our off season thing, but if we'd have done this after what game three, nobody's taking them that four yeah. and five. Well, we were getting bombarded with, uh, you know, five. oh they should hire Deion Sanders. Well, and we were getting it. Yeah, I probably got the screenshots on my phone. One of you textures, one of you uh, textures was bombing this radio station talking about fire everyone now and hire Dion now. <laughs> Like that was a, like as if he was as if he is if he's available on October first. I you still, still and that doesn't to... even touch on the amateur hour dismissal of the OC. This has been the Tech Talk podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.